0: All right, Baruch Hashem, Yahu, we are in day five, part five, Feast of Tabernacles. What is that verse? We all know it. Remember, people, well, the Lord told me in my heart I should have pork chop, we'd be like... Well, the heart is deceitfully wicked above all things. Who can know it, right? That was one of those sheep verses we all went to when we started coming into the Torah movement because we heard that response. Well, the Lord told me in my heart, Well, the heart is deceitfully wicked above things. Who can know it? It'd be like, Wow, okay. That's one of the nice messianic sheep verses used to beat the sheep. It's a scripture. Well, is the scripture. I my scripture reference, because I don't need it, because I beat up a lot of people with that verse back in the day. The heart is deceitfully wicked above all things. We are hopefully hopefully progressing through the teaching and remember how we started with the tripartite being and getting that division through the word of Yahweh right down into the marrow using and understanding that Yahuwah works through brokenness to rebuild the house and bring in the supernatural. What I have seen and we experienced last night is that Yahuwah is taking us now as a body of people, but bringing in the people at the feast sites that can now through their giftings take it and actually transform it, taking it out in our lives. It's a manifestation. How does that happen? That's powerful. Yes, first of all, we've got to be worker bees and do our due diligence in the Word and study things out. But at some point, it's got to be more than just a work of understanding and study, but actually be manifest. How does that happen? It happens through a division and then a unity. Meaning, I've learned this for us to truly get unity, not unity for unity's sake, right? But unity, true unity, comes only after division. What do I mean? The heart is deceitfully wicked above all things who can know it. The heart, until it is divided, it is deceitfully wicked above all things. Because the heart, before it's divided, is where the soul, all of your emotions and will reside. The heart, before it's divided, is deceitfully wicked because it's a a place where the manifestations of all your will your desires is housed. And your will and your desires left to their own manifestations are what?
1: Deceitfully wicked above all things. Because it is the soul realm together that down. The heart And only the word of Yahweh
0: can divide it. And then once it's divided, the hidden heart of man is
1: revealed. First Peter 3, 4. But be the man of the heart
0: in that which is not corruptible. Even the ornament of the weak and the quiet ruach, spirit, which is in the sight of Yahweh, of great price. I'm laying it on you thick, but I know that we're mature enough to break this down. So you may not all get it as I'm speaking it, but you. Go back into the Word and you'll bring out even more because sometimes Yahweh uses me to shine the light and point the way, but then you'll actually bring in even more information
1: because He's using us all together. Does that make sense? The
0: spirit and the soul together and only the word of Yahweh can divide it and reveal the hidden heart of man. I'm repeating myself deliberately. 1 Peter 3.4 But let it be the hidden man of the heart. That's what Yahweh wants. a hidden man and woman of the heart in that which is not corruptible. Don't you want to talk about the incorruptible being that Yahweh? wants us to be, and in that is the ornament or the pearl of great price. The hidden man of the heart is the spirit man. There is neither male or female, but we are all one in Yahusha. So when I speak of man, it is not going gender. It is talking about the man, the priesthood, the one new man. Okay, don't want the ladies to feel like we're not speaking as Echad, because in Yahusha, there is a priesthood made up, male, female, slave and free. The hidden man of the heart is the spirit man. But the only way you'll get to the hidden man or woman of the heart is through what?
1: Is through a division. And the world, and even us as believers,
0: Would shy away from division, say it's a bad thing, but actually learning it's a necessary component to take it from just intellectual to actually manifestation. It's a necessary component to take it from here, get the brokenness, so then it can be manifest. Because we are tired of just learning about new things. We want to see those new things that we've learned be manifest and experienced in our believing life. Aren't we all at that point? Do we need another messianic conference to go to to get more knowledge? We take what we've learned, get broken down and get it manifest here with true unity that will only come through first getting a division. Because otherwise you end up with unity for unity's sake and I don't want to be a part of that. That's called the spirit of compromise. Right? Yahuwah wants the visible heart of man which is the soul man the visible heart of man the soul man to be broken. You know that part of you that you show to everybody else? That's the soul man. That's got to be broken and divided to reveal the spirit man of the heart. Yahweh wants to bring shalom, peace, not through coexistence and compromise. He wants to bring shalom, peace, and a union by the process of agreement. He wants to bring union through the process of agreement. Can two walk together? Except they be agreed.
1: Yahusha, of course, is our example of this united heart. His ruach, his spirit,
0: and his nephesh, his soul, were so harmonized, so synchronized that he constantly emanated the life of Yahuwah frequency was perfect and this now leads me into talking about blood which is a very big subject in the bible blood is mentioned 321 times in the old testament the hebrew word of course is
1: the life is in the blood Apologists really until like 1615 i mean really I mean it's been around but it's sixteen fifteen to get an understanding
0: that the children of Israel had all back in Vaikra Leviticus eleven forty-two. Let's turn to Leviticus, Vaikra eleven forty-two, because it's actually very important because we're gonna deal with the soul, our lusts. And our appetites.
1: And every creeping thing that creeps on the earth ever crawls on it. Underline that, put a circle around that word
0: belly. Whatever goes on all fours or whatever has many feet among all creeping things that creep on the earth, those you shall not eat, for they are... an. Make yourselves abominable with any creeping thing that creeps, nor shall you make yourselves to me unclean with them, lest you be defiled by them." this is where we find all of our
1: problems stem from. All of our problems are soul problems. Problems. Problems are soul problems. Where all of the emotions and the will are housed. The will Seven forty-two. For belly is the Hebrew word gashon.
0: Gashon. The letter vav
1: in this word is always in the Torah scroll. The letter vav in the Hebrew word, gashon is the word of Moshe one of the
0: tittles of Moshe. Remember, you hear in, of course, Matthew 5:17, not one jot or tittle shall pass away from the law because there is a teaching in each of these jots and tittles. An example of one of the jots in the Torah is when Esau comes to meet Yaakov and he kisses him on the neck. Well, there you'll see a bunch of jots in the Torah, these are little dots, and it's giving you a teaching. Esau didn't actually come to kiss Jacob, he actually came to devour him, to bite him like a vampire in the neck, and those are the teeth puncture marks, and there's a whole teaching to that. So where the jots and tittles are in the Torah is a teaching, Here is one of the titles. It's called the enlarged vav. And this happens to be the very center, the very belly, the very soul of the Torah. So, there's all of these letters in the Torah to the left. All of these letters in the Torah to the right. And in the midst of the Torah, the very center of the Torah, the belly... The soul, the nefesh, the gut of the Torah, is gashon, the vav. So the scribes mark it with a tittle. That makes sense? Because here is the root, the belly of all of our problems. All of them. That's what we're going to cut up and divide today. The soul, the belly, the guts of the Torah... The letter Vav, which means, what does Vav mean? It's a nail. It's a connection. There's going to be a connection here that's got to be dissected for us to take what we're learning from just an intellectual process to actually bringing it forth in manifestation. Manifestation. And it has to happen. Thank you. So the entire goal of the Torah is about connection. Not intellectual, but connection. Yahuwah wants to connect with His people and Yahuwah wants His people to connect through true relationship with one another so that then He can manifest His glory and healing in His people. But that does not come through unity, for unity's sake, you're all unifying because you want to hear Matthew Nolan teach and you want to get intellectually smart. Not going to work. It's going to happen when you've all been broken, I've been broken, and nobody can teach what they haven't walked in and learned, right? So therefore, that's why I'm sharing my experiences because now is the time where we're able to manifest it because all of us have come through a same point, And you're a, a whole new group of people at the feast site. Why? Because of the experiences that you, you have had and how you've progressed through them, being ready for manifestation. Praise Yahweh for that. And it didn't come easy, did it? Doesn't come easy, but now is the time that we're seeing the manifestation happen. How does it happen? Yahweh wants His people to connect with one another. Ultimately, He wants to connect with us. And that's when there's going to be a manifestation of the supernatural in our midst. So, here we go. The only way that can happen is if we connect our soul with our Ruach, our spirit. The vav, the nail, the connector. And that happens by tapping into the power through, of course, the pierced valve or hand of Yahusha. got to tap into that. Now, of course, going back to the Torah, Bereshit, Genesis chapter 9, verse 4, the blood is in the, the soul, the nefesh. The soul of a person resides within the blood, like we said yesterday, and there's where the DNA is, right? There's where the DNA is. Leviticus by 17.11 A soul, get this, this is another part that's very important. The soul has two parts. The nephesh has two parts. The flesh and the blood. The flesh and the blood. And neither one can exist independently. We can't see the soul except the visible blood. You can't see the soul except the visible blood. And that is called the seat of the soul. The seat of the soul. With every move of Yahuwah. With every move of Yahuwah in your life. There comes an encounter with resistance. It doesn't come easy, does it? You didn't get here without some serious resistance. Did you? Every encounter with Yahuwah doesn't come without serious
1: resistance that demands a confrontation and persistence. Every encounter
0: with Yahuwah only comes with resistance that demands a confrontation with persistence. People who are afraid of confrontation end up in a state of flux and resistance. And I know that I've been in conf- accused and will always be accused of being confrontational. Well, I am. Because I want to progress in my life, and I'm an eyeball-to-eyeball kind of guy, and I want the confrontation, because if you resist the confrontation, you'll stay in a state of flux and resistance. You get stuck. Nothing worse than getting stuck. Got to remove this. Give me a... So. Dana Dana's ears are a lot bigger than mine. I already you see I've gotta get a dig in every time I can.
1: That's why he's moved from right here to over there. But how does Yahuwah truly, I mean, we're joking
0: a little bit, but how does Yahuwah develop His plans in you? How does Yahuwah
1: develop His plans in me? He reveals first the blade. We don't see it all at once, do we? He reveals first the blade, then the ear,
0: and after that, the full corn. There's the blade, then there's the ear, and then there's the full corn we have to wait until the full corn comes But when you're in the blade you just feel like giving up you don't want to continue to confront
1: you withdraw but you get stuck in a state of flux and resistance but you've
0: got to continue to confront you've got to continue to confront Because otherwise you won't make it to the what? To the ear. And then when you get to the ear, you've got to continue to confront. You've got to continue to confront. And then finally you'll get to the full corn. We are getting to the full corn right now. But back at Shavuot, when I was coming into the blade, there was, I didn't want to continue to push forward. We have to go. And that's what the seasons, the Moedim are for. To take us from the blade, to the ear, to the full corn. From the blade, to the ear, to the full corn. The cycles of Yahuwah. And we're not just because we've reached the full corn in one aspect this year. Doesn't mean that we're going to end up, not end up in the blade in another aspect. At the next feast. And then we've got to continue to confront To push through to the ear and then the full corn. Does that make sense? If we attend to the precious, the vile will just fall away. Think about it. We've got to attend to the precious and then the vile will just fall away. I've learned to just not get involved in the vile because I don't want to be lean in soul. Look what it says in Psalm 106, verse 13. They soon forgot His works. They waited not on His counsel, but lusted exceedingly in the wilderness. They tempted Yahuwah in the desert, and He gave them their request, but He sent leanness into their soul. Forgetting all the good stuff, giving up to lusts and temptations of the soul, leads you into leanness of the soul. Science seems to think that they know everything. But they don't. Yahuwah wants to reveal everything to us through dividing down to the marrow through the word of Yahuwah. And this is what is so important. Even science though, when they want to try and Blood test, right? Let's go get a blood test. They don't want to talk to you. They don't want to find out what your dad was doing, what you're up to. If they do, it's only going to be through the blood. Matthew chapter 7, Mark chapter 7, verse 21. For out of the blood of men proceeds evil thoughts, adulteries, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, Deceit, lewdness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. Jeremiah chapter 3 verse 1. If a man puts away his wife and she goes from him and become another man's, shall shall he return to her again? Shall not that land be greatly defiled? But you have played the whore with many lovers. Yet you returned again to me, says Yahweh. I mean, we have to take Yahusha and his uncorrupted blood before our blood enters the land. If we don't take on Yahusha and his uncorrupted blood before we die, where is our blood going to go to? The land and the land will become defiled. But as when a believer dies, the land does not become defiled. Because your body isn't going to stay in the grave. Science doesn't tell you that truth, does it? Unbelievers defile the land. Believers aren't staying in the ground Thus, not defiling the land, because they are going to be resurrected. Leviticus 18.27, For all of these abominations have the men of the land done, which were before you, and the land is defiled. The land is polluted, because the blood exchanged through appetites of the soul, Or sexual relations. When a woman receives multiple souls. From other men. Exchanging shemen. Fluids. Then that woman dies. Where does it all go? Into the ground. And therefore it defiles the ground.
1: And pollutes the land. This isn't brain science. But these
0: idiots who don't read the word try and psychoanalyze all of your immor- immorality and justify it. And they continue to pollute the land. So this is the kind of environmentalism that Yahweh was into. The environmentalism of you purifying your life. Forget Greenpeace, sexually immoral bunch of Falls on a boat fornicating out in the middle of the ocean. That's not going to save the land. We're going to save the land by being green peace inside of here, right? That's my kind of recycling. Anyway. Mishle, Proverbs 6.26 For by means of a whorish woman, a man is brought to a piece of lechem, bread, and the adulteress will hunt for the precious life. Oh, that's some spooky stuff. This is called a nokri woman. A nokri or a chorish woman. She takes from a man in his soul. She takes his blood because she's taken his shemen. Right? I don't think I need to explain that in English. That's close enough, right? All that to say this, yes, we've got to have a blood transfusion from Yahusha. Then... If we die, because we may just walk into the kingdom, then we're not going to be defiling the land, right? It's a blood transfusion from Yahusha. That's the only way into the kingdom. Otherwise, you die and you defile the land, and then the whole land, the only way it gets cleansed is by fire. And a new heaven and a new earth. It, this is Yahuwah's kind of math. I like this kind of math. It's real simple. See? I can do this kind of math. And it all comes about through prayer and
1: healing. The key to the Ruach, spirit man, is found in my brokenness. Your
0: brokenness. Because brokenness is what breaks up a stony heart. Oh, you're so hard-hearted. Time for a bit of brokenness. Now, if you confront the brokenness, remember I said I'm confrontational? But that doesn't mean I'm necessarily confrontational with my fellow man. So actually, not necessarily. I'm willing to, always willing to, but I do confront my brokenness. I do. Because I want to work through it. Because I know if I don't, the heart is, becomes deceitfully wicked above all things. If I leave it in that state. I cannot leave it in that state. I've got to confront it. I've got to confront it. I've got to confront it. And then comes the healing and brings forth the spirit. Which then is a manifestation of everything that I've learned. But it didn't come through without the brokenness. So actually, Yahweh wants to channel through you. Ooh. I'm talking biblical channeling, right? Don't get, ooh! Right? There's a channel through which something flows, right? The key to releasing the spirit of man is found in the brokenness. Because brokenness is the only thing that breaks up a stony heart. Break up your fallow ground and sow not among thorns. Fallow ground is that which has been hardened By the exposure to the elements. Being wounded by the elements in the world causes a roughness. Causes a hardness. And if it is not confronted, it will eventually become unpliable. Non-responsive to the way of Yahuwah and the prompting of Yahuwah. We don't want that to happen to any of us, do we? So we've got to confront Those issues within us before Yahuwah can bring forth the forces of life in us. He's first going to have to bring brokenness to the soul of man in order to remove the strength of the soul. Somebody who's got a really strong soul, it's not a good thing for a super soul. We don't want Superman. We don't want super souls. Because that super soul is going to need to be broken before the spirit ever works in that person's life. So it's converse to what the world says, right? Oh, he's a tough old soul. Not a good thing. Not a good thing. Likewise, we can see now the life force. If we go back, and I know I'm jumping a little bit, but you're smart people. You can track with me. Go back to the tabernacle. We've got the of holies. Then we've got the, the holy place and then we've got the outer court, right? Tripartite man. Before Yahweh can bring forth the forces of life in us, the life force resides in the holy of holies. But it has to pass through, if it's housed in the holy of holies, it has to pass through what? The holy place before it can ever be manifest
1: in the outer core. Yahweh wants to manifest the nations. If it's housed in the Holy of Holies, you've got to
0: place before it can be manifest in the outer core of your life if we let it just reside in our minds, in our souls, it's stuck. You've got to let a channel flow so it can get out of the Holy of Holies, go through the holy place, the soul, and get out and start to be manifest physically in the outer core. This is what Yahweh is trying to get us to understand. Likewise, Our spirit man is the holy of holies, dwelling with Yahweh's Spirit. But our souls are the holy places between the inner sanctum. And unless that soul gets broken down, you're never going to get it manifest out here in the material world, the outer court. We're starting to see that. And I'm like... This isn't in like my teaching. This is all revelation based upon what we're experiencing here, and here at Sukkot. So bear with me. It's a little coming out quite as succinctly as normally I do. But that's, this is live and we're
1: we living it, right? Does that make sense? So now we're finally
0: discovering Matthew and yours' problem. All right, Matthews. Let me rephrase it. We're finally discovering your problem. The glory of Yahweh has to pass through the channel of your soulish realm in order to reach the body or the physical realm to bring. real change, and turn this instead from a Bible study into a life study of the manifestation of the glory and power of Yahweh. Wouldn't that be amazing if I just like dropped down and then Lemoyne came in and just like did some crazy... There he is.
1: I believe it. I just I would just I would I would submit I let it go and just believe truly The soul will permit Yahweh healing
0: to flow through, or it will prevent depending on whether the heart is divided or not If two shall agree on earth as touching any that they shall ask, it shall be done for them by my Father which is in the Shamaim, The heavens. So, Gary and Renee aren't here, but I know Lynn has asked these questions many times. I have, for sure. Why don't some... People get the healing that they so desire, right, Lynn? Why don't they? Why don't some people just
1: get the healing that they so desire? Because the soul is in your outer court, your body,
0: the material world. Because we all want to be super souls, super spiritually intellectual, but it's a farce, it's emotions. It's willed. I am tired of people just crying in front of me or crying and all the time and saying and thinking it's spirituality. It's not. You're just a super soul that's stuck in your emotions. And only I get to be this confrontational to you. Doesn't mean I don't cry. The time, every time that I mean, come on.
1: None of us wants to see that. Not all the time. Oh yeah, once in a while is good. There's nothing wrong with it. But not every
0: time you start talking about the Father, you don't have to turn into a blubber fest. Because
1: that is a super soul. Right? It's full spirituality.
0: Why don't some get the healing that they so desire? Because the soul man gets in the way and prevents the flow from reaching your physical self. That's all. The the Greek word for... Synchronize. The Greek word to agree is something to synchronize. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain... Be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart. Because within the heart, first there has to be a division before there can be true unity. First, you've got to divide it through brokenness so that then you can reveal the whole. And if it's not divided first, Through brokenness, it's going to be a super soul that will just be... Dia means a channel through which something flows. So listen, doubt, why don't some people get the healing? Because it comes from the Greek word, you know, is a channel through which your doubts are allowed to flow through a divided soul man. And if you let your doubt and uncertainties flow through a divided super soul that you've convinced you're spiritual, but you're really not, you're just a super soul because you're emotional and your will be driving you. Right? And you've convinced everyone you're super spiritual. But really, you're just strong, strong strong-willed, emotional person. Pointing fingers at anyone, I'm looking. Yes. And the only way I ever got
1: to teach this is by looking in a mirror. Okay? I will walk in Thy truth.
0: Unite my heart to fear Thy name. For the healing of Yahuwah to reach my body. For the healing of Yahuwah to reach your body. It must come from His and your spirit
1: unobstructed through your soul. Get the soul out of the way. It's an obstruction. It's an obstruction.
0: Now all of these new age hippies that are all into the soul, see? They're just obstructing and perverting because they're not connected to Yahweh. They're connected to... Buddha, for instance, whose blood has defiled the ground. And he's never going to resurrect until he resurrects to destruction. Because his blood has defiled the ground. He's a super soul that is now dead and can't help anybody. For the healing of Yahweh to reach your body, it must come from his and your spirit. Then it bounces back to whence it came. Boom, boom, boom! Why isn't that healing coming, brother? Just prayed for me, and boom, it hit your emotions and it hit your will, <laughs> and it never manifested. <laughs> oh, I feel the Holy Spirit, and you're crying like, "Come on, you've got to bring it forth." And conf- why are we crying? Why? Not necessarily because of that experience, it could be programmed behavior from all the brokenness that we haven't actually dealt with. And if someone gives us a little attention and a little love,
1: we just start crying. So this isn't to judge anybody. This isn't to judge anybody. Because I've had a a couple of major big cries this year. I'm serious. And do you know what I did? I'm like, whoa. whoa. What was that?
0: You guys in the back know what I'm talking about. What happened?
1: That was deep. And I have been confronting it all summer. Confront. I'm here. So, this isn't like me saying, oh, you're a bunch of crybabies,
0: because I've had a... ...standing on the River Thames in England,
1: one of them, which was like, whoa. I'm not like that. What's all that about? Especially in public. Give me a break. Whoa, there's some deep stuff there that needs to be confronted... Otherwise, I'm going get to get the marrow, the revelation, and then comes
0: the healing. Then comes the healing. Then comes the healing. If the power of the Holy Spirit hits the soul, then it bounces back to whence it came, the Spirit, and it's not permitted to flow through to the body. It returned through the channel from which it came. We don't want that. The real you, the real me, the real me is the spirit man that's held prisoner by the other me, the soul me, the emotional me, the me with the strong will. And if I continue just to walk in a strong will and emotions, then I'm going to be imprisoned by my own self. And then I could try and trick you, and I don't use that word, out of context. I never use that word unless I mean it. Try and convince you that I'm spiritual. But then I'm just deceiving others. Because I want to stay in my emotional, strong-willed state. But I don't want you to see through it for what it really is. So I'm going to trick you and make you think that I'm
1: spiritual. No, we shall not accept that here. Not if we're going to
0: allow Yahuwah to manifest His supernatural healing and manifest everything we've been talking and are starting to see here at Sukkot. So when Lemoyne gets up and starts pushing the boundaries with some of us, the knee-jerk reaction is to get into your soul and judge Him. Because you're not you're not comfortable. You haven't experienced it, so therefore you're going to get it. your emotions
1: to do with that. We've got to confront it. We have to confront the things that make us uncomfortable, for us to get to the next level. We have to. That's what's different. Than us. That's what's different. I don't have all the
0: answers. I'm not standing up here saying I have all the answers. But whatever revelation I bring forth, it's because I have walked it. And the only way I'm able and allowed to teach what I teach is because Yahweh puts me through the process. And that
1: is something that I don't necessarily like. My wife will testify of how many times I have wanted to just say, I'm done, honey. It's, it's, it's enough. I, I, just, I just can't take this anymore. It's too much for me. That's when I'm a super soul. I start crying. My will. My emotions. And I go to the book of Job. Not feeling sorry for myself. Oh gee. We've all done it though, haven't we? Right?
0: Anytime. Any time. But the real you is the spirit woman. I'm talking to you, Dane. Dane. Dane, yes! The real you, Dane, is the spirit woman. <laughs> Actually, it was, it was meant for you, but apparently that there was a word for you in the back. And Dan, and you know what? The thing is, was like, ooh, I totally embrace it. That's
1: the crazy thing. There's two types of believers.
0: There are two types of believers. One who has the life of Yahuwah restricted and imprisoned. The life of Yahuwah is wrapped up in the...
1: After the division. A united heart only comes after a division. And contrite order it's dualistic. It's stuck.
0: It's imprisoned within itself. That's the difference between humanity and an animal. man has the ability to allow his spirit to bring his soul into subjection and transcend the mess. we got to transcend the mess, right? That's the only way. Psalm 62, verse 5. My soul, be silent. Be silent, soul. Silent unto you. So come thou with me to follow Elohim. Be silent, shut up, soul, and come with me. Because we're going to go follow Elohim. But the soul is like, oh, you've got to go back to the book of Job because people are just being mean to you and it's it's way way too much for you, Matthew, and you you don't deserve it. You're just like, oh, shut up, soul, and just come with me to Ella. That's the only way. It's the only way, but I want to be over
1: here and, oh, yes, I know, it's so right. You're totally right. Yes, soul. Yeah, I'm going back to the gym. of the ministry, I'm gonna go just go to work and forget it all.
0: Did any of this stuff? No, like doesn't even last 30 seconds. Well, maybe a little longer. My soul be silent unto Yahweh. My soul, come thou with me and follow Elohim. When I realize, when I finally realize that the soul's greatest value is in serving, it's not supposed to rule me. I used to think that my drive, that my will was one of my strengths. But really not. My soul is supposed to serve. It's not supposed to rule me. 2 Corinthians 4.16 Wherefore we faint not, but if also arm outward man doth decay, yet the inward is renewed day by day. Let the inward man break through the outward man. There it is. The first difficulty a work for Yahweh is others, because then, guess what? It caters to my emotional state, which is a fragile, broken emotional state, and I'm staying here. Yes, it's all of their fault. But no, break through that soul. Shut up. Come with me.
1: We're going with Elohim.
0: Sometimes the soul just won't be
1: silent. just won't be silent. That's when you don't get any sleep. We have to split the shell open so the wheat
0: can fall to the ground. He that loves his soul, in the Greek, he who loves his soul shall lose it. And he that hates his soul, tells his soul to be quiet and come and follow him because we're going with Elohim, shall keep it unto eternal life. These are the lessons that I've learned this summer. And you all are now here Recipients of it, and we are starting to manifest amazing things because I don't believe that I'm the only one who has walked this path this past few years.
1: Hands up if I'm the only one. LeMoyne, all right. but I know that he is just joking. We need to
0: break open our Biklichares in the Hebrew, our earthen vessels. Bust open that alabaster box because inside that alabaster box we will find the fragrant spirit of anointing. The treasure in earthen vessels. You've got to bust open the alabaster box to get the fragrant anointing. You've got to break it open. Brokenness is then seen as a way of blessing. Right? It's kind of a tough one, isn't it? At first, you're like, there's going to be a blessing in this? Yes. Brokenness is the way of blessing. The way of fragrance. The way of fruitfulness. Yet it remains
1: the path sprinkled of our wounds. Which is why we avoid it.
0: Because though the brokenness does bring blessing, it does remain
1: the path that is sprinkled with the blood of our wounds. It does. Especially if you choose to confront it. Because then you no longer blame shift. That's why so many avoid it. That's why so many avoid it. All of us, our own measure. And that has been, I can't tell you how many people, just that simple ministered to all over the flat earth. The globe the sphere any more for a, the pineapple, the hot earth, the snow globe, the snowball snowballing into crazy land. But that simple
0: phrase: stay in your measure because there's nothing I have learned that will diminish your spirit more than others trying to force you outside of your measure
1: and fill their measure for you. That is the fastest way to have you. Don't do it. Stay within your measure. Who said that? There
0: is nothing, nothing, nothing that will diminish your spirit, your Ruach more than others. To step outside of your measure and step into their measure because they're afraid to fulfill their measure. They want you to fulfill it for them. And if you do that, you'll find your spirit will diminish so fast. You stay within your measure And you let others confront their own measure,
1: don't you confront it for them? Because if you do, you will find a diminishment
0: in your spirit, and you won't even know why you're feeling that way. You won't even know. You'll just be tired, you'll be exhausted. You'll be, why? Why? Because someone else is trying to get you to fill their measure for them instead.
1: No, let the Father touch
0: your wounds.
1: Let the Father touch my wounds that have been sprinkled along the way because whatever is left untouched, whatever is left untouched in us will be untouched in others.
0: For all of these years, I'm like, Man, I want to connect to people on this, these feasts. And I want to connect. And But hang on a minute. If something remains untouched in me, then it's going to remain untouched
1: in you. Am I ever going to be able to... Right? If I spare myself, then it's not going to be of any use to you. If I spare
0: myself in an area, if you or we spare ourselves in an
1: area, in our happiness, immorality, pride, whatever it may be, a proud person can't deal with pride
0: in another, can they? Somebody who's a warrior... And just worried and fretting about everything. They can't deal with the worry and fretting in another person, can they? If something is allowed to persist in our own nature, we'll not be able to condemn that particular sin or trait in another person. In fact, we'll hardly recognize it. Right? Hardly recognize it. A gospel worker. Has to first. This is what I've learned this year.
1: A gospel worker—that's what I am. I first have to be a patient. Oh, I don't want to be a patient though, because that means I'm going to walk along a trail
0: where my blood is sprinkled, wounds and oh, really? Yep, apparently so. A gospel worker has to first be a patient. I myself must first be healed before I can heal others. I must first see something before I can show it to others. And the only way I can see it is if I experience it, confront
1: it, and overcome it, that I can be of any use. to. How can I do that? I've first got to walk in it first and tread
0: down that path before I can even teach it. I cannot teach others
1: what I have not yet learned. This is what I've learned this year. This has been the year for me.
0: My spirit is coming out. Your spirit is released only according to the degree of our brokenness. The one of us who's accepted the most discipline is the one who can best serve. The one of us who has accepted the most discipline is the one who can best serve. The more one is
1: broken, the more he's actually sensitive to others. Right? The more. And suffers, the more you have to give. And wherever we save ourselves, it's that very area where we try and save ourselves that we become spiritually useless. Wherever we try and save ourselves,
0: it's that very area that we become spiritually useless. Whatever you and I try and preserve, try and excuse ourselves of, it's there that we become deprived of spiritually in the supply of the Spirit. The measure of your and mine service is determined by the
1: depth of discipline and brokenness. That's it. It's a tough path. It's a measure. That's where the Father has us as a people. That's where the Father has us as a people. I hope you can see the progression over the week. And I hope this ministers to you because we are
0: truly starting to see amazing manifestations
1: of the Spirit. This is not to judge you. This is to judge me. Because as hard as it is, I am seeing the blessing. Because now, it
0: brings forth a qualification and an acceptance of allowing the Spirit to break through the soul, my will and my emotions, and actually be manifest in the material world. Isn't that amazing? Interesting things for us to contemplate. And layer upon layer upon layer, precept upon precept, a word here and a word there. I hope that as we experience the feasts together, that we now will be able to take the brokenness and now speak into the lives of others. Because more and more people are coming and there are more of you now to minister through your experiences of allowing the Spirit now to break through and be manifest in your life. So keep doing it. Keep pressing in. Because we're starting to see amazing things. Amen? Amen. Thank you, guys. Baruch Hashem, Yahweh. Hallelujah. Let's get a couple of mics up.